Hi, and welcome to the Kafma Connect. We'll start over again. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot who I was. Yeah, it happens. Vodka. All it says is S. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to the Kafma Connect. I'm your host, Fire Chief Scott Freitag, and with me again this week is my illustrious co-host, Assistant Chief John Fetima. John? Yeah, thanks for having me back. Absolutely. We like having you back. I get a lot of good feedback on you being here. The deadpan look. <laughs> yes. You know, I will say, uh, John, that I, I'm working with an executive coach right now on my communication skills uh, because I tend to use a lot of words for those of you that know me. It's true. And John knows that. And so we're working on answering questions properly. And I'm going to have to say that you are very skilled <laughs> at part of what he's trying to teach me. Not saying anything? Uh, no, you have to say something. Oh. But if I ask you a question, I'll right. generally get a yes or no, sure. even if it's supposed to be a fill-in-the-blank question <laughs> or a multiple-choice question. <laughs> it's still yes or no. So you you have it not perfected, sure, but you're getting better. That's not, not a surprise that uh, your communication is still working on that. If I could give you some of my words that I wouldn't use, then <laughs> I think we'd have a good balance. Here. Perfect. <clears throat> so – John, I sent you a draft copy of the review this week, and, and typically what we would talk about today is whatever was in the chief's desk. Last week, we didn't – we interviewed Leo, which was fantastic, yep. plus it, some people may have found that controversial, so I just decided not to do the topic as part of the podcast. But um, I, I sent you what I wrote this week, which is not what we're going to talk about. Perfect. Yes. So last week, after the events at the Capitol, I'd been out to a lunch meeting with one of our board members, and I got back to the office, and, and they said, do you know what's happening? And I said, no, I, I have no idea. I was at lunch. So they filled me in, and I looked at, at, at what was happening just a little bit because there was nothing I could do about it. Uh, followed up with Phoenix Fire to find out how they were doing uh, as part of the Arizona Fire Chiefs Association. And – but I it, – it, it really, I had to take a step back for a moment and contemplate what was what was happening there, what's happening all around us, and and how does that impact us in the fire service? So Thursday night last week, I sent out an email agency wide, and part of that, the main point was, don't say anything on social media in a moment of emotion that's going to get you fired. And and I don't know if you know this or not, John. I'm going to ask you. Uh, were you aware that firefighters have opinions? <laughs> yes, I'm well aware of that. Yes. Yeah, and it's interesting because they'll put their opinions out there, and then other people who have differing opinions, you know, stupid people, uh, will comment, and then there's an argument, and somebody ends up getting fired. That is happening. Yes, it, it's happening across the country, and, and we need to stop that. So the point is, don't get into a debate on social media because social media is not a debate platform. No, that's true. And as we look at going into next week, there's a lot of chatter out there about what could happen around the country. Yep. And that is going to cause a wide array of emotions with people. Yeah. Fear, anger. And we don't want our folks going out on social media and saying something that would hinder their ability to do their job for our agency. No, that's true. It's uh, there's been a lot of examples of uh, 
people that have uh, good people that have lost their jobs in like say a, a moment of emotion or frustration um, whatever causes them to you know write what they write or post what they post um, or even there's been issues with liking certain things right and that's just the the nature of where we're at in society this this time uh, this period of time where we have to be very careful um, you know freedom of speech obviously comes up a lot of it and it's always a reminder that you have the freedom of speech but you don't necessarily have the freedom to say certain things and still be employed here right now John I know you're not a big uh, social media guy and so I'm going to put this out there as an overhead question. I'm going to I'm going to put it out there to our producer off camera, Jonah, mm-hmm. who knows more about uh, tech as well. And the question is this: Have you ever seen a debate on social media change the hearts and minds of anyone, or change their position? I've been off social media for ten years this uh, July, so. Okay, so Jonah's been off social media. <laughs> I would get off social media if it wasn't for ha- needing to promote CAFMA. Sure. Right, so I do that. Um, but have you heard of anybody who just said, you know what, I saw I saw a Facebook post last night. Boom. <laughs> Had no idea. Yeah. Changed the very way I think and approach everything in my life. Uh, probably not. Yeah, usually the boom is uh, it was probably something that was funny and uh, maybe inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, for me, I've taken all the the news off of my social media as much as I can. Um, I've clicked on a lot of Jeeps, muscle cars, and, and puppies because puppies are cute. Very good. Uh, and sounds comforting. There's a little parrot dude that's on there sometimes. He's hilarious. The parrot is awesome. But, you know, I said in jest uh, a few minutes ago that, you know – Someone has a differing opinion, you know, stupid people. And I say that in jest because – but the reality is we have lost the sense in this country, the the, the ability, the art of debate. Mm -hmm. And and you and I were talking a little bit this morning that in our jobs, every day that we come into work, um, there is some level of – you could couch it as debate. Sure. A different opinion, a different approach to doing something, a different idea. Oh, yeah. And my one of my concerns, John, is that we're seeing it um, in the community. We're seeing it in the public. We're seeing it with our own people. And some of the the folks are going to be new coming into the fire service. They've been brought up in the social media culture and this TV culture and the and the media culture of the person who can yell the loudest, to shout the other person down, and take the most personal shots is the winner. Yes. And the other part of that, too, like you say, I think with the uh, the social media platforms and all the good that can come from that, there's also right. a negative component to it. And I think a lot of the, the negative side of it is self-promotion at that point. Right. It's your own profile. It's your mm-hmm. own pictures. It's your own opinion. And uh, pretty soon you build up this little kingdom. And uh, if anybody has something different, you feel it's a shot on your kingdom. And all of a right. sudden you're going to react accordingly and you're going to fire back. And ultimately, you get into this uh, this battle when there's there's no reason for for any of it. We should be able to disagree. We should be able to have differing opinions. Sure. That's the strength of even this organization is the the different uh, personalities. Look at Leo. You know, just last week and all that 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 individual like that brings and the experience that someone like that brings. Right. Um, that's the strength of the organization. If uh, if we we're all for all the same, if we all have the same opinion then uh, we wouldn't go very far, most likely, right. in the end of it. And the success is our ability to navigate those waters and uh, be reasonable, be respectful, 
and uh, be kind in our approach. Understand that uh, there are, somebody may have a different opinion and uh, it doesn't make them bad. Like I say, it doesn't right. make them stupid. It uh, makes uh, coming from a different angle. Yeah. Well, and in, in as I said, as what what we're finding, and, and I think you've seen it. I mean, you were the training chief for several years as well. Skills that we used to teach in school or in society or at home uh, are no longer being taught. And now they're coming into the professional work environment. And it becomes our job to teach those skills. Sure. So when, when I was on the Arizona Fire Service Institute Zoom meeting t- this morning, I, I mentioned to them, as I look at working with the AFCA folks on developing the Fire Chiefs Academy, that I think that we need to relearn and, and teach the art of debate in our leadership programs for uh, fire service personnel. One, it goes to executive composure yeah. and and executive presence, because when you go before a city council, if you're a city fire chief, if you go before your fire district board, or no matter what environment you're in, when you put this uniform on, if if your approach is one of, hey, you're stupid and your hat looks funny, <laughs> um, and that's an exaggeration, but sure. you, you get my point there that that decreases your level of credibility. Absolutely. Yeah. No, and, it's the ability to stand up in front of a group and articulate a position at that point. And it's mm-hmm. no different than whether it's in the office or if it's in front of the mm-hmm. council, the ability to present your mm-hmm. position or whatever you're, you're discussing in a, in a manner that's articulate and uh, reasonable and, and positive to some degree. Uh, it's a skill and uh, it's a skill that uh, we don't develop. Right. And and we need that skill, and we need to get back to using it not just in the professional work environment, but in our our personal lives. Absolutely, uh, because it's been lost. If you watched any of the presidential debates, and we're not going to get deep into politics at all, but um, those were not debates. Uh, and and if you watched them over the last several cycles, they're not debates. We're not discussing and debating ideas. We're attacking people, mm-hmm. and that's the example that's being set in, in our country right now. And, and it's not a good example. No. And so one of the things that I'm going to start introducing, I think, in some of the programs I teach, one, uh, there was a TED Talks I sent out last week that's uh, Julia, and I, it's D-H-A-R, I don't know how to say her last name, How to Disagree Productively and Find Common Ground. Now, this was 2018, 2019, so it was, it's during this time. Sure. that we're in, uh, but it's not 2020 where things have really gotten bad. Yep. Um, it's 2021 now, and it's good, good catch. hasn't gotten better. <laughs> uh, and then the other, the article I sent out was for the sake of argument, which was a, uh, a study or a paper out of Harvard Kennedy School, which I thought was, was really good talking about this topic. So it's just for all of you out there, anybody listening to this that's part of CAFMA, or if you're in the community, as we go into next week, try to remember civility, try to remember civil discourse, that it's okay to have a different opinion, and it's okay to have a conversation about those opinions. Yep. It's not okay to yell and and tear other people down personally because they think differently than you. Absolutely. Um, the other part of this that I think is important, and I, I've, I've been told this before, I've read it in a book, I've experienced it myself, but it, it also goes to this. Uh, as we're looking into next week, if you're a leader of an organization, your words mean something. And not if you're the leader, if you're in a leadership role. Sure. So if you're tweeting something, if you're 
Facebooking something, whatever that is, and, and you're in that leadership role, think that, hey, people see that, and yeah. sometimes they act on it. doesn't matter what side of the aisle that you're on. Sure. Because both sides are guilty of being idiots. Yes. Right now. Uh, and uh, a lot of the American public is guilty of, of following that lead. Yeah. But I've tried to learn that as the fire chief. If I go into a senior staff meeting with you and I start off with, John, I think we need to do this. What are your thoughts? That puts you in a position of, well, I already know where the chief stands, so I'm just going to tell him how he gets that done. Correct. It's it's automatically a defensive position at that point. If I agree with you, then everything's terrific. I'll right. just say, yeah, that sounds good. I agree with you. But I know that there's going to be conflict inherently if there's some reason I think completely different than you. And uh, like you say, when you were coming in with that position of, of power and authority, um, if you're trying to to direct the the waters, mm-hmm. the, the direction of it, there's, there's time and a place for that. But if you're truly looking for opinion and uh, the group, uh, the thoughts of the group, you'll have to, like I say, navigate that a little differently where you're searching for that information prior to saying, here's what I'm doing. Because if you tell me, like, here's what it is, here's what it, here's what it is I, uh, I have to decide, like, okay, well, how much is it worth arguing over this? Right. Is this, is this a fight I want to fight? Or do I have a different opinion, but I'm just going to hold it today because uh, I don't feel like arguing? Right. Well, and it... And I, I've recognized that myself, that I need to work on that. Um, you know, it, it always threw me when I came to Arizona because the your predecessor, Jeff Polachek, would say, hey, your words mean something. You need to be careful. And <laughs> and I was always would always respond back to him, since when do my words mean anything? Because where I was previously, they didn't. Yeah. And, and now I'm here, but there's a different level of respect that's offered in, I think, in the Arizona Fire Service than there are in other places. And so I'm, I'm trying to remember that and, and work on it. But uh, out of the book, I was reading Radical Candor. She talked about a Goldman Sachs executive who walked the trading floor one day and stopped randomly to talk to somebody and said, the, the person said, hey, I just uh, bought this gold at this price. And he said, oh, great. I like gold. And like sometime later, a month or two later, he's like, why do we own so much gold? And they said, yeah. well, you gave us the direction to buy gold. Your, your words mean something when you say them, and you need to think about sure. that. There's a time for me to say, I think we should do this, and there's a time for me to say, hey, John, I'm, I've got some thoughts going through my head on this topic. Where, what do you think? And I think <clears throat> that goes along with what you were saying earlier in terms mm-hmm. of uh, the discourse that's going on right now. If you, in your position, mm-hmm. decide that you're going to weigh in on some of the some of the topics that are going on, some of the issues that are going on, and you start, uh, you know, displaying things on social media or even in conversations, um, people are going to follow that lead, right? And uh, it's on both sides. Like I say, you can you can influence people in a positive way, and it's very easy to influence people in a negative way, sometimes not intentionally, right? Yeah, I wish the media would think that way today because they're intentionally trying to lead people the wrong way and and censor things. And I don't know what happened to journalism, but it's dead. I missed the funeral, apparently. Um, But uh, certainly not helping the civil discourse. Uh, So we'll see. I have a a meeting uh, Friday tomorrow morning or this morning, but we're recording on Thursday, so it's going to play Friday. Uh, Either way, I have a meeting Friday morning with Homeland Security out of Phoenix and we're going to talk about what projections are for next week because we want to make sure that the Arizona Fire Service as a whole, as a collective, is prepared yep. to collapse on the urban centers if we need to. But 
for those out there listening, look, violence is not the, the way to do this. We have systems in place in our democratic republic uh, to handle these things. And, and please, uh, I'm urging you, the, violence isn't the answer. If you want to march, if you want to protest, if you want your voice to be heard, fantastic. Um, but tearing down a building is not the way. And we didn't support that over the summer, and we don't support it now. Hurting people is uh, is never the right answer. No. So with that, um, you know, we're we're actually a little bit shorter than we were last time, but that's because Leo, Leo was here. Yeah, he had lots of words. Leo so. has lots of stuff to say. Uh, but I want to end on a happy note. I think, um, you know, understand there's things in your life that you can control um, and there's things that you can't. And and don't get yourself so emotionally wrapped up in something that you have no control over uh, that you can't think straight or that it is uh, in some way a detriment to your overall health. Uh, and that's why I've pushed a lot of that media stuff aside. Um, we'll see how next week goes. I think for us, I've got an idea of a topic for next week's review already, which is <laughs> – it's good. I generally don't have ideas, but – Terrific. I know. <laughs> I, I, ironically, I saw it on social media last night. Yeah, yeah. It's trouble. But I didn't click on it because it was – I just read the headline. I'm like, well, that's cool. I'll look at it somewhere else <laughs> uh, because I just want cars and puppies coming up on my feet and the parrots. Sounds nice. Yeah, yes. the parrots. We should get a parrot. No. We get, we get. It would repeat everything you said. Now it would be twice as much words. <laughs> that's a valid point. Yes. Yeah. All right. No parrots. Nope. Well – until next time, uh, stay off social media, don't watch the news, and uh, focus on what you can control in your life.